This is Cleveland Stage Door. Please welcome our hosts, Jimmy D and Stacy. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. This is Cleveland Stage Door. My name is Jimmy. That is Stacy. And we are with Nick. Nick, hello. Hi. How are y'all? Uh, we are doing so well. Nick, I'm so happy to speak to you today. You are one of the ensemble members in the upcoming Back to the Future musical, right? Yes, yes, I am. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. Um, you probably don't know this, but my co-host here, Jimmy, has been just like dying for this show to come to Cleveland <laughs> as soon as it was announced. Um, I don't know if you can see if you're tuning into our video or if you're on our podcast. Jimmy is actually wearing a Back to the Future shirt right now. Oh, my now. God. <laughs> yeah. We got a little wait, Marty McFly action. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I love it. You know, there's like, I'm like looking, my face is all big on the screen, but like, okay. I'm looking at this shirt right now and I've seen literally thousands of people with that same shirt at, at our theaters every single night. Yeah. So, well, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a cute one, for sure. <laughs> so tell me, are you the fan that Jimmy is with this? Okay, full, full disclosure. I didn't see the movie, and don't tell Bob Gale this, I did not see the movie when I auditioned for it. I just, <laughs> I just kind of like, I know, I know, I know. So in December, when I got, I just finished Kinky Boots, at stage 42 and then in december when i got the call i was like back to the future the musical like what am i gonna do in that and then i started like going on youtube and like doing all the research and whatnot i was like oh my god this is gonna be so much fun um and then i didn't watch the movie until like i'm gonna sadly say like two or three weeks ago oh wow i probably watched the movie i probably watched the movie at least three or four dozen times in the last right. like three years <laughs> right I, I mean like it was i mean like it's so and after like i kind of especially when i like auditioned for it in december and then i booked it i think like two days before christmas mm -hmm. i was like oh i just want to i was like i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it and i just never got to watching it and then it six months went by and we started rehearsals and <laughs> I was like, Oh, this is like so fun and cute. I should probably watch it by now. And then I watched it while we were in tech. So what did you think? Off. Yeah. I, so it, the movie is so funny and it's so good and it's so in its era. It, and like after I, after like being a part of the show and like doing rehearsals and previews and all these things, I'm like, Oh my God, that's me. I'm like, oh, that's my track. I'm like, oh my God, wait, that's my track also. Like I see, it's so incredible how it translates from the movie to the musical. It's so great. But Let me and ask you this, because now that, it, since you had your first foray into the world of Back to the Future through the musical, right, and then you saw the movie, unlike a lot of the people who are gonna be sitting in the audience, um, what are the moments that you are going, oh, I, I I, didn't expect that to happen, or this might not be included in the musical, but we've updated it in this kind of way? Um, well, obviously, he's not being killed by terrorists, so that is, that's, that's the first thing. Good, good. Um, <laughs> um, and it's the way that they do it. So when you come, when you see it, when it comes to tour, when you see it, I don't know how they're going to, I mean... 
technically when they was in London, they did tour it in London. So I guess that's basically how the same project's gonna be. But um, the way that the car flies and like, there's no Einstein, which I was really sad about. I was really happy. I was really excited to like see a dog every day, but yeah. there's Einstein. <laughs> um, and then what is what is like something new and and like so fun? Um, um, like Goldie is like such a bigger part in it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, really? Than he, than he is in the movie, and Goldie's song is so 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 fun. Um, but I think what the the musical does really really well, and that the movie does really really well, is that it's like so in its era. So like when it goes back to the fifties, you make sure that you get like all this like 50s music and like all this like cool like like 50s gear and all those things and then in the in the musical we do lots of swing dancing so it's it's so it's like so it's yeah the musical does a really great job at like keeping the same campiness that the movie does in Mm -hmm. a musical way so that's really great yeah i i think that so so a question for you nick uh what is so talking about the movie and talking about the musical is there any pressure on you guys from like the hardcore fans of like of like you're you're in a you're a musical based on one of the most iconic movies right. of our age is what's the what's the like feeling like for the cast of trying to portray this movie to I the think, hardcore people i think the hardest job because I, cause I understand fully, but the hardest job in the show is to be a principal in this case, because you're recreating something that's so iconic that people, are, big fans are gonna be like, well, I wanna see Michael J. Fox, or I yeah. wanna see Christopher Lloyd uh, in a musical. Um, and I did Ain't Too Proud, which is the Temptations musical. I did that mm-hmm. on tour. And we, I mean, I got, people were getting, giving me notes from the audience being like, Dennis Edwards would have done this or Eddie Kedricks would have done this. Mm-hmm. So for someone like Casey Likes, who is the most fantastic human being, um, he has to like really get into like the camp, like the way that they directed that movie is like all these like close up shots of like Michael J. Fox, like freaking out. Yeah. And I, I say this to Casey almost every day. He does such an exceptional job at bringing like a Michael J. Fox attitude to a musical. And <clears throat> when it comes, I mean like movies, you have so much time to like get one take correct, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So, and like I've met Christopher Lloyd, like we have like the original people here every single day. Christopher Lloyd came in the rehearsal, um, like our like second to last week. I'm was, sorry. Do you know that I would have died? Were oh, you like, I, fangirling so bad? It was so funny. It was so funny <laughs> because everyone was rehearsing. I wasn't doing anything at this part. And everyone was rehearsing. And I was just sitting on the sidelines on my phone. And all I hear is just like, oh, my God. Then you hear like people like standing up. Stairs are moving. They're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I go up. I go, oh, my God. That is, that's him. He's right here. And then we all got to meet him. So that was really great. But like. I keep saying Bob Gale. Bob Gale, the creator of all three movies yeah. and this musical, is in our in our rehearsal process every single day. He watches the show every single night. I saw him in the audience last night, still giggling like it was his first time. 
and he's the one who wrote all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, that's that, that's amazing. They um, so speaking of that, like, so what is your favorite song out of the movie so far? Like in the musical, what what did you? What's in your head? <laughs> so, okay, so everyone is gonna say, if you asked every uh, person in the show, I think it's gonna be totally different. But I think the majority of people are gonna say gotta start somewhere because it's like it's it's very churchy. I'm from I'm from the church, so like it's very churchy. It's a very it's like a big gospel number that we like Ooh, just like crazy dancing in. Um, but <laughs> it's like a running joke in our cast. Even if we're religious or not, we make every song like into a gospel song <laughs> and. <laughs> It's like kind of really easy to do, but there's a song that um, Roger Bart sings uh, and it's called For the Dreamers. And I don't know why, but I'm just like in the in my little dressing room, um, just singing along. I think it's so pretty. It's like, it's in act two. It's like, it's like sad song in act two. But wait, 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 I'm so sorry. But the most fun thing, the, my favorite song in the entire show is 21st Century. It's our act two opener. It's like Interesting. futuristic ballroom house number that we do. It's so Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Ballroom house so number? We wear these like uh we wear like these um padded like shoulder doctor lab coats and we have these like big helmets that like light up. It is so fun to do. And it's like, it comes out of absolutely nowhere. And it's <laughs> so much fun to dance it. And we're all dressed the same. So I, you can't really tell the like a difference between people. It's so great. That, that's I cannot awesome. wait to see that. That sounds crazy and electrifying and just it's, like such a good pop of energy for the middle or for coming yeah. back from the uh, intermission. I'm so people excited. Don't, people really don't expect it. They're like, okay, we're in the 50s. And then all of a sudden there's like Star Trek <laughs> chair and like a dinosaur on screen. And then all these like weird minion people coming. It's so, it's literally, the, it's so fun. That is my favorite song on the show. So, so Nick, you graduated from Baldwin Wallace. I did. So you know Cleveland. You, I do. You were here, and so when you were on Ain't, Ain't Too Proud, did you did you, were you here in Cleveland? I wasn't. I left. I left for six months in. I left right at the end of Chicago. So mm -hmm. I don't think they came to Cleveland until like April. No, April. It, it was April. It, it's okay. April. Yeah. So is yeah. this gonna be the first time back to Cleveland for you since graduating? If, if I if I do that tour, which maybe I will, or maybe I'll stay on Broadway, we'll see what happens. But um, right. It would. I mean, I haven't been back to Cleveland in so long. But one of my teachers, Greg Daniels, is about to see the show today. Oh, uh, nice. My dance teacher is about Yay. to see the show today at at two p.m. So I'll get a little Cleveland. Today. There you go. There and you then, go. Yeah, Vicky Bussert was about to, she was going to come, I think, like, two weeks ago. But Dale, her husband, came. And she's coming back in October to come see it. So, see, I'll get a little Cleveland. You can't get rid of Cleveland. We're everywhere. No, I mean, <laughs> yep. I, my favorite part is about Cleveland is the food. Like, I was, I'm from St. Louis, so I'm a big foodie. And, like, we have tons of food in St. Louis that's really mm -hmm. all over the place. But if you haven't had it yet, and let me plug this place. Boss Chicken and Beer is maybe 
my favorite restaurant I have ever eaten at ever. And you I was speaking my I, language. I would spend like sixty dollars a week as a college student. I put it in my budget to like just <laughs> eat those wings. It is and what's it called? Barrio? Wow. Yeah. Barrio, yes. Something like that in New York. Okay. Oh good. Like so good. So uh so let's talk more about the show. Where Let's see. Okay, wait. I, I have a question him. while he's going through this because, you know, I'm nosy yeah. and I got to Go know. So, Nick, you grew up in St. Louis, right? Yeah. And then you came to Cleveland for college and you're a BW graduate. Yes. And then you moved to New York and you get all your Broadway dreams. Like, what would you say to that little kid in St. Louis? Oh my God. I was literally just, I was crying about this on our first preview. Um, someone who, like, I, I'm lucky enough, I'm fortunate enough to have an in, incredible family. Like my brother is on tour. Uh, he like played at Coachella. He's like on tour in Germany. Like he's a big guitarist and he does all these like crazy, crazy things. And my dad used to sing with The Temptations. He used to sing with Dennis Edwards. He used to wow. work with all these people. So I'm a very lucky person to like have a lot of music in my family and like have a lot of performance in my family. My mom sings like all these things. But I'm also very fortunate to to be a part of like private schools that allowed me to excel in that way. And like I was able to do theater at a very young age. I did the Muni, which is like one of the largest outdoor theaters in America. So I was always ready to do this since I was like maybe like 10 or 12 years old. I was like, oh, I want to perform. I want to be a big star and do all the things and make my Broadway dreams come true. I want to dance an ensemble on Broadway as my first Broadway show. Oh. And that's exactly what's happening. And I remember our first preview. I was, I'm never the kind of person that cries in front of people, but my our first preview, and it's like so funny because it's Back to the Future. Like, <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> the, <laughs> the back of the stage, well, like explosions are happening and like the LED screen is going off and all these things. I was like sobbing and telling myself, Nick, baby Nick, we finally did it. We did it. We put in all that hard work. And I, I talk about St. Louis because the people that I used to work with at the Muni, I did Music Man and Tarzan with the same team. And I worked with Chris, Chris Bailey and Beth Crandall in shows at the Muni. And then Beth saw me in my audition and was like, oh my God, Nick Drake. And I remember her being like, are you ready to book Broadway today? Because he was ah! like, it was so, it was, it was a magical experience. So baby Nick, we did it. We did it, we did it, we did it. And it's just the beginning. Trust it. It's just the beginning. We did it. Oh, I love that so That's much. So <laughs> yeah. So, so, so let's look at your journey. You said you went from St. Louis, you came to Cleveland. What made you pick Baldwin Wallace out of all your schools? It, like, like let's let's be real here. We all know Baldwin Wallace is one of the, one of the better or best musical theater programs in the country. If right. people that are listening doesn't know that, we have like one of the best in the country. There's people from right. all over the country trying to come here. What made you pick Baldwin Wallace over like any of the other musical theater programs? So I. Well, first of all, I really didn't want to go to college. Like, I really just wanted to, like, move to New York and figure it out and, like, bust my butt and do all the things I had to do to take classes and whatnot. But my mom didn't go to college, and she was like, you, I, you need to go to college. Like, if anyone's going, it's my two kids. Yeah. So 
I looked into musical theater schools that like, because I was really bad in school, like meaning like I did not want to do my studies. I did not want to do math. I didn't want to do literature and all those things. But I, I was like, I need to go to a conservatory where I can like learn how to be a better actor, singer, and dancer. And I was looking up schools and Baldwin Wallace had all these like crazy videos. Um, and I was like, that's the school I need to go to. They look like they're training really hard. They, it looks like this like magical place where they just like produce fierce, fierce people. And I only auditioned for three schools and BW, when I went to BW, I was like, oh, this is the place I'm gonna end up at. It was the minute that I went there. And I remember in my audition, Vicky and Greg were so sweet to me. They were like, oh, you have a very talented kid to my parents. And then that next day I got the call that I was accepted into BW. And great, craziest four years of my entire life. <laughs> I graduated during the pandemic. Like, oh, I missed wow. the craziest four years of my life. So were you in the same class as Marcus? I Marcus was, Martin? yeah. Oh, okay. We just oh, talked I to Marcus. Marcus. Oh, good. <laughs> on, on tour, right? Yeah, he's yeah. in Aladdin. Yes. Yeah. We have some people from that tour with us right now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel that's like that's a, that's a sneak peek right there. Who do we see? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's some people. Um, some people left that tour. So Tori Bird and Joshua Johnson left that tour to come do Back to the Future. Ooh, I didn't know that. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, yeah, love Marcus was in my class. I'm sure. Did you have you talked to Veronica Odom? She's in in Juliet right now. She was in my class. Not yet. We're Not trying. Yet. We will. Yeah. We will get get me on here. I'm trying to think. Nadina was in my class. Nadina Hassan. Oh my she, gosh! Yeah, yeah. All stars. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I listen. I'm gonna say it. My class is one of the fiercest ever we had fierce 20 fierce people always and everyone's working like charlie ray's show's about to be at NAMPT. like it's like a whole like my class is the the real deal for oh sure i'm glad so, that i auditioned for college a lot earlier than you guys <laughs> but i wouldn't have got in <laughs> so the question i have for you is um you graduated during the pandemic. What was it like graduating during the pandemic? Like you're like, I, we asked the same question to Marcus. So, this, so. Well, the last time I ever saw Marcus Marquez in person was March 3rd, 2020, because I, my, I love this story. When I was graduating from BW, I was studying abroad in Denmark. So I was spending two weeks in Denmark. And then when the band happened, for COVID that Trump made, I was in Denmark and it was 2 a.m. and I had to pack up all of my bags and throw everything into a suitcase and then uh, go to the Copenhagen airport, which was two hours away from where I was staying, get on a plane to London, had to stay in London for three days. I saw Juliet in London at that time. And then <laughs> with, my, with a classmate, Shelby, who's also working and doing fierce things, she was just in six. Um, we and then I had to fly from London to Chicago. I was in that huge CNN photo where it was like super spreaders come back to the states or whatever, <laughs> and there's like thousands of people on the escalators. And I, you can find my face in that photo, looking scared with my like cutesy twenty-two-year-old little haircut that I had at the time. Had to fly from Chicago. I had to stay in Chicago at a night and then fly to to St. Louis, quarantine for two weeks 
go fly to Cleveland, move everything out of my uh, my house in Cleveland, and drive all the way down from Cleveland to St. Louis, and then finish school in St. Louis. So I would say it was probably one of the craziest times of my life to graduate. I mean, <laughs> I'm exhausted just listening to your story, and I haven't even stood up for my chair. Oh my gosh! It was it was insane, and it was. And then after I finished school, I was like, I cannot stay in St. Louis. I feel like I'm in high school again. So I stayed with my brother in Seattle for two months until I moved to New York during the pandemic in 2020. And so, so now you, uh, you're established, you're in New York, you're on Broadway, you're doing everything. Is it worth all of the ridiculousness that you had to go through? Absolutely. This, especially with this show, I am having more fun than I've ever had ever doing anything. It's so fun to be so silly on stage. And to know that your cast is so willing to be silly with you. And the, the cast is what really makes everything better. And if our cast is as a collective, is we're just having such a good time. I'm I'm having like literally the best time of my life every single night and every two show day that I do. Because I at least have my cast with me to uplift me and support me and be so funny with on stage. Oh Nick, that's so sweet. I love it. If so, you come to New York, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be like, it's, a, it's, I keep saying it's like Balenciaga Epcot. It's like the most like expensive luxury, like Disneyland experience that you'll ever see with like crazy singing, crazy dancing, incredible acting. Um, and just like every, the, the tech aspect of it, like our tech people just won two Tonys for Life of Pi. Like the tech and illusion aspect of it is insane. And all I will say is the car flies over the audience. Okay. Wow. Just, it's nuts. My jaw just. I might might have to come to New York to check it out. I want to. So, road trip, baby. It's only eight hours. Let's go, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to see Nick and the entire cast of Back to the Future, the musical on Broadway, uh, go check out the website, backtothefuturemusical.com. Opening August 3rd, they're, uh, they are currently in previews at Winter Garden Theater in New York City. And a quick plug, Back to the Future, the musical on tour is coming to Cleveland, debuting the national tour here in Cleveland, the red carpet and all. June 11th through June uh, July 7th, 2024. Tickets will go fast. Playoff Square has already told me that it is going to be super hard to get tickets. Your best bet to get tickets will be to get a uh, KeyBank Broadway Series subscription. They are on sale now at PlayoffScore.org. Nick, thank you so much for joining us. This was a true pleasure. And congratulations. That journey, that that's amazing going from Baldwin Wallace to now Ain't Too Proud to Kinky Boots to Hadestown into Back to the Future is, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yes, thank you for having me. I love Cleveland. And we'll, back to the future to get to Cleveland. Yes. And hopefully you, you are with us. Uh, and if not, then we will see you in New York. I'm, 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 yeah. definitely, I'm definitely going to be there. Thank you all for joining us. Next week, we have the interview with Six, the musical coming to Cleveland in August. So check that out. And we'll be back. And Nick, thank you again. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Great Scott! Good evening, Scott Kremenel Brown, and this is my time machine. A time machine? 
for a slack of a fly. Face it, you've got no future. I'm gonna get back in time. 1955? Hey, McFly! I thought I told you never to come in here. If they don't meet, they won't fall in love, they won't get married, and neither you nor your siblings will ever be born! Cleveland Stage Door is a podcast produced by NEO Music Scene. Check out all the happenings around Cleveland on neomusicscene.com. A Jimmy D production copyrighted 2023 by Jimmy D Productions, jimmydpro.com.